Welcome to Code Talk, the podcast where we discuss building code and its impact on residents and business owners right here in Fairfax County. You know, the holidays are filled with many fun and festive decorations. One of the common decorations are holiday lights. And although holiday lights are enjoyable, they can also be very dangerous. Properly installing and maintaining your holiday lights are important when it comes to safety hazards in your home. And here to give us some more understanding on holiday lighting safety, we have Harold King, Commercial Electrical Inspector with the Building Division of Land Development Services. Harold, welcome to Fair uh, Code Talk Podcast. Good morning, and thank you for having me. And this is, I think, at least your second appearance. I yes, can't it re- is. Okay, you were here. We, we discussed this before we started. Uh, celebrate Fairfax, amusement ride safety. That, all that is kind correct. Of, yeah. Yes. So you get all the fun stuff. You get the the hot weather of uh, <laughs> uh, of of uh, celebrate Fairfax and amusement ride safety, and now it's winter, it's cold, and, and holiday light safety. That is correct. <laughs> we get a big, I guess, a, we go around the realm of it. Right, we just see it right. all. From one season to another. Correct. So why are we talking about electrical safety being so important with holiday lights? Well, I think that um, electrical is very, um, holiday lighting is something that you need to pay a lot of attention to. Um, you need to have the proper application or the proper lighting and extension cords uh, to make sure that your lights are safe and that they are um, for exterior use. Mm. Seeing that we have a lot of rain and snow and that sort of thing, it's important that you do have the proper lights for the exterior of your home. Okay, so I just can't take any extension cord I've got in my house and throw it outside? Negative. I would uh, recommend that you would get an extra hard Okay. And when you go by extension cords, they're going to be more expensive. Right. They're going to be thicker. The insulation on the outside of them, they usually are heavier gauge. Those big exactly. orange cords. Exactly. Okay. And when you pick up your lights themselves, they should be for exterior use only if they're going to be on the outside of the home. Mm. And you have to read the label on there. And they'll tell you, these are for outside, these are for inside. Okay. And even then, um, when you plug into it, you're going to need what they call a boot or cover. So where the lights plug into the extension cord, Mm -hmm. the male and female adapter come together, Mm -hmm. there's a cover that goes around those. Hmm. And that kind of guards it from your weather, which will be your rain and your snow Okay. to keep it dry. Okay. All right. Otherwise, our holiday lights and maybe our our house may go up in flames. (laughs) (laughs) We definitely don't want that. No, don't want that. Um, Some folks may ask, uh, and and I was kind of curious about this because of the extent of holiday lights, right. you know, from, you know, just a little something to, you know, massive displays of, of holiday lights that some folks do. Is a permit required to install holiday lights? No, a permit is not required. Um, you can, it's up to the homeowner. Okay. To... Um, install these safely. I mean, if you're going to have a huge display, then it might be in your best interest to um, uh, get a contractor to do it. Okay. Or have an electrician check it out or something like that. Exactly right. Okay. So I'm assuming then if no um, permits are required, that inspections are also not required? That is correct. Permits are not required and inspection is not required for holiday lighting. Okay. So... If you, in your role as a commercial electrical inspector with the Building Division of Land Development Services, if folks see you in the neighborhood looking at a (laughs) holiday display, you're just there to enjoy the holiday display. Just just observe it. That is correct. (laughs) That is correct. All right. Um, 
you talked about the heavy-duty extension cords for outside use. Correct. Uh, something uh, I think a lot of us have heard, UL, uh, Underwriters Laboratory, I think that's what that That is correct. For. Does, what does that mean in relation to our holiday lights? UL? Well, just about anything that you purchase is going to be tested by some form of company. Mm-hmm. And the Underwriters Lab is just one of many of these testing companies oh, okay. that take whatever it is that you cord, light, switch, uh, receptacle, whatever it may be, motors, and they test them for what they're going to be used for to make sure they're suitable for that application. Gotcha. So it's very important that you do have uh, equipment or lighting, in this case, and cords that are UL listed. And it will be a stamp on the outside of it that will say mm-hmm. that. Okay. So... Me as a non-engineer, okay, okay, <laughs> a non-electrical person, non-lighting person. Um, you mentioned load. How, mm-hmm. how much lighting load can I add? I mean, is, is that make, does that make sense? It the, makes perfectly good okay. sense, and I think we need to start from the beginning. Um, usually, on the exterior of your home, in the front. Uh, front door and rear door of your home, you're going to have a receptacle on the outside of your home. Right. Those receptacles are going to be ground fault protected. Okay. GFCI. Okay. Now, that is the required receptacle for an exterior use. Now, that receptacle is usually 15 to 20 amps, and I think it's 20 amps. Now, if you're going to use that plug to supply power to your lighting, the best way to look at that is to look at your lights when you see the package, Mm -hmm. and it should have some form of rating on there as far as amperes. Okay. Now, with those amperes, you can just add that up. Now, with a 20-amp circuit, you only want to go up 80%, which will put you at 16. Okay. So you can't go over 16 amps without tripping that circuit. So if you add it up, I'm going to have 10 strings of lights, and um, the total number of amperes per that, it comes up to maybe 10 amps. You're fine. Okay. You're okay. fine. You're cool. And you can just go from there. Okay. Now, uh, another thing is that if they, if it's not marked on the actual light or string of lights that you're picking up or whatever it is, it could be mm-hmm. a um, Move, snow display, moving anything. Moving reindeer exactly. with lights. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. If it's not there, then the best thing I would tell you to do is look it up online. Hmm. Look that item up online, and you should be able to find out how many amps that draws. Okay. So I've got a bunch of lights, uh, a moving lit-up reindeer, Correct. inflatable snowman, whatever these things are, mm-hmm. uh, and I check, and, and my amps or ampers are mm-hmm. 22. Correct. I'll just plug an extension cord into one of the plugs, an extension cord into the other, and I'm good to go? <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I take that as a no. <laughs> I take, yeah, that's that's correct. Usually your receptacle that's going to be on the exterior of your home, it will have two plugs on it, but they're coming off the same circuit in most okay. cases. Okay. So it wouldn't make any sense to do that at all. Um, best thing to do is, like I said, just kind of figure out how to, well, figure out what it's going to actually draw, how many amps per string of lights or whatever the display is, and stay beneath 15, and you should be fine. Okay. I would really shoot for about 14. Wow. Now, one good thing is that the uh, lighting has changed a great deal, and everything is now LED. Mm, okay. Which uses a lot less power. Okay. A lot less power. So you can put up even more lights. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> for folks that maybe are, are not into the holiday there lights. You go. Going, yeah, are going, oh, great. Um, I, I, I guess that's a good question to ask now. Um, are there any regulations about how 
bright lights can be because, you know, there may be some folks that, that don't like the holiday lights or neighbors next to someone that has massive displays of <laughs> holiday lights. You know, from from, from your perspective, uh, electrical inspector with Division of Land Development Services, any requirements from your shop? Well, per the NEC, um, National Electric Code, matter of fact, there is nothing. There's okay. nothing. But, I mean, I would ask that you would uh, check with your neighbors if you're going to have a very bright display just so that you would not bother mm, anyone else right. with it. And there may there may be some zoning or planning now or that other, is other, correct. other kind of things or homeowners associations exactly have right. rules. So we're, we're not going to get into that. No. We're just really kind of touching on electrical safety really That's for all the holiday doing. because we don't want to we don't want your home to to go up in flames as we said because of an electrical issue no. and that was a really interesting point that you made about the the exterior plug because i'd never really thought about that the the maximum load that it can handle mm-hmm. the, the 20 amps and you know there's only one right there at my front door yes and does that mean i need to maybe run one of my outdoor extension cords to another plug in the house that can get some more more well, juice? I definitely would not advise you to plug something to the interior of your house and run the cord to the exterior. Okay. Um, I guess that uh, you could get a qualified electrician or a licensed electrician, and maybe he could put, he or she could put uh, two or three more plugs on the exterior of your okay. home. Okay. Or use a generator. or Now, you could use a generator. Okay. You could use a generator. But just make sure that you stay under, I believe it is, 6,500 watts. Um, because after above 6,500 watts requires a permit. Hmm. So as long as you just use a smaller generator, right. then you'll have no issues at all. Okay. None. Okay. Um, how about as we're entering the holiday season, uh, folks want to decorate uh, holiday lighting safety tips any specific things that that we haven't already talked about that you could uh, that you could give us from your your years of experience. I think that the best thing to do or a couple things that you sh- should do is start with your exterior receptacles which we which we've already yeah. talked about the ground fault circuit interrupters. Um, I would test those and make sure they're working properly. Hmm. You can actually go in the store, your hardware store and buy and they're like 10 bucks a ground fault circuit tester and hmm. it just plugs in. Okay. And you just want to make sure that it trips. Okay. And that's that, all it does. Oh, okay. It does something. We plug yes, it in. You it. would plug it in. There's a button on the side of it. You push it, and it will trip that mm. uh, receptacle. And then there's a button on the receptacle. You push it to reset it. Okay. So, <laughs> all right. you know, just want to make sure it's functioning correctly. And then make sure that you use the proper cords for mm. exterior use, extra hard, and not these, um, uh, I guess, the cheap cords or very light, thin cords. Mm-hmm. I would not use those at all. Remember, you're going to be outside in the elements. Mm-hmm. So you can't predict what the weather's going to be. Mm-hmm. So um, get the proper cords for it. That, as you said before, the UL listed cords for exterior use. And then make sure your lighting or displays are for exterior use. All right. And as long as you keep that in mind as you go along, I don't think you'll have any problems at all. Right. I know we hadn't planned to talk about this, but interior. Um, okay. I'm I'm sure running extension cord to extension cord to extension cord is, <laughs> is not a good idea. Any anything you want to say about that, or any 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 tips you maybe could provide on the on the interior? Well, pretty much it's the same thing. Um, where we would start, with the exception of the uh, ground fault, because you're only going to find ground faults on the exterior of your homes and in your bathrooms and in your kitchens. That's, what That's where you're going to yeah, find yeah. those. Yeah. So the remainder of your plugs will not be ground fault protected. Um, 
They could be arc fault protected, but that's a whole other story. But anyway, don't overload the circuits or the receptacle. Now, the best way to do that, I guess, would be to identify what receptacles are fed by what breakers. And again, oh, okay. you might need an electrician for this. Okay. Unless you just know. Unless your panel is already marked if really If your panel well, directory yeah. is labeled properly, okay. then you won't have any issues at all. Right. Then you can see that. But, you know, just make sure that you don't have uh, in your home lamps and whatever else, televisions, microwaves, whatever the case may be, uh, heating irons, whatever, um, portable heaters. You can't do everything off that one circuit. So I would kind of spread it out or at least isolate one section of the house just for that. That's a good point. Just for that. And it would be just for your Christmas tree or your lights coming down the stairway or whatever it may be. Right. Whatever it may be. But then, again, don't get the um, – if you go in an extension cord section of a store, I think I would go to a hardware store rather than going to – Spend a little bit more money. Spend a little bit more money. Yeah. You'll thank yourself for it. Yeah. It's going to cost you a little bit more, but you get the rest easy. Right. And it's probably going to last longer. So you, and it and, will last longer. In the end, you're probably saving money. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. Well, I know one thing my wife did this year. We always like to put the little candles in the windows. Yes. And they used to always be electric where you would plug them in and then, you'd, you know, invariably there'd be one or two windows where you'd have to run an extension cord to of plug. Course. Uh, this year she got uh, battery powered ones. Aren't those nice? Very nice. No, no <laughs> cords and just stick it up and good to go. There you go. All right. Harold, thanks so much for being on the podcast. Any any final thought, anything we haven't covered, any uh, other thing you want to talk about as we uh, enter this holiday safety, uh, holiday season when it comes to uh, electrical safety? You know, not really other than to just say uh, everyone have a wonderful holiday, but be careful. Be careful. Read all your labels. Make sure that whatever lighting or display you have is for the exterior or interior of your home. And be and have a wonderful holiday. That's yeah, it. Absolutely. And I wanted to uh, say bad news, good news, or good news, bad news. You are, have the, the dubious honor <laughs> of being the, the final guest on oh. the final episode of the Code Talk podcast. Wow. We have... Uh, the, the powers that be have decided that, uh, you know, most of the topics that we wanted to cover in this Code Talk podcast have, have been covered. So uh, this is the final Code Talk podcast, not only for 2019, but for the foreseeable future. So congratulations. You're the final guest. <laughs> well, thank you again. <laughs> if that's a good honor or not, I, I don't, don't know. know. I, I don't, don't know. I don't know. But I did want to uh, let our listeners, our loyal listeners know that uh, after this one, there won't be another Code Talk podcast. We started back in March of 2018, almost 40 episodes of the Code Talk podcast. So we encourage you to uh, find it on SoundCloud and uh, listen back through all the, uh, the archive and all the uh, I- uh, episodes we've done. A lot of great topics and a lot of good information, and uh, uh, we appreciate you listening to the Code Talk podcast. If you want to find out more information on land development services, you can go online to fairfaxcounty.gov slash landdevelopment. And to reach the building division, you can call 703-631-5101 or email ldsbdmail at fairfaxcounty.gov. That's ldsbdmail at fairfaxcounty.gov. Thanks again for joining us on this journey of the Code Talk podcast, which has been produced by the Fairfax County, Virginia government.